If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. What's going on, everybody? It's Coach Clarence. Welcome to Fit Over 40. This week, I'm in the dungeon, meaning I'm by myself, no MP, just me breaking down some things. I want to talk about something that comes up quite a bit, people's approach to losing weight or fat loss, if you will, and how to do it properly, how to do it effectively, and to dispel some myths. One of the things a lot of you guys might be surprised with is that fitness pros Weight loss coaches, we hate the word weight loss. We hate the term weight loss. And we hate this used all the time. Because when you say weight loss to me, I'm going to ask you, what do you mean weight loss? What does weight loss mean to you? When you say I want to lose 20 pounds, my response is of what? I need to know what your knowledge is. Because it's very important. Because if we go about this the wrong way, it dramatically affects your results. And you won't get the results that you desire. And not that it's not your fault. It's not that you're not trying hard. It's just you have to understand what's happening when you're working out. Okay? Now, we've all heard the person that says, I just started the program and I start gaining weight. Well, what's going on? Well, let's talk about that. If you are increasing the volume of blood, eating better, drinking more water, and you're building muscle, which is denser than fat, it's going to appear that you're gaining weight. Even though you will look at your clothes and go, but I look, my clothes fit better, I feel smart, I'm gaining weight, because maybe there's some other things that are called fat-free mass that are affected by resistance training, okay? So let's not focus on the scale, let's focus on the inches, the measurements, everything going down, okay? That is going to be more effective approach than always times using the scale. Now, but when I say don't use the scale like that, We do need to look at the scale, and now what we're doing is we're coaching people to get on the scale daily because we're looking for trends in weight gain and weight loss because that's going to tell us how we ate, how we slept, how we move, how it affects our weight, and now we can build some workable patterns that will guide us forward towards having better results. So you're going to hear a lot of things from me that you didn't hear years ago. But as we grow, the more we know, the more we share, the more our programs get better because this is an evolving thing. So it's always good to make sure you're staying with someone who's giving you science-based advice, not what's the new hot trend right now. There are a lot of people who are making a ton of money on the new hot thing. They're in great shape. They get approached by a supplement company and bam, you should do this and you can look like me. And there's a lot of things they're leaving out of the picture. All right, so I want to tell you guys about a study that was done at Purdue University that found out when people diet without exercise, about 24% of their weight loss comes from fat-free mass. What is fat-free mass? That is muscle, water, bones, organs, connective tissue, et cetera, et cetera, everything that's not fat in your body. That means a weight loss of 10 pounds would only be about 7.6 pounds of fat, and a good chunk of that fat-free mass would most likely be muscle. So you might be thinking, well, what's wrong with that? I'm losing weight. I'm losing fat, right? Air quotes. 
Now, let's take a look at that. In an analysis of 36 studies that combined the approaches, the scientists calculated that just 11% of that weight loss was from fat-free mass, which is an improvement to be sure, no doubt. But here's the part that's interesting. Only seven out of those 36 studies included weight training. Okay, and they only relied on what we call cardio or aerobic exercise. And five out of those seven resistance training studies didn't show any decrease in fat-free muscle mass. So you can see where I'm going here, right? And it's probably no surprise if you want to optimize your fat loss, you've got to be doing some resistance training. I like to say resistance training a lot instead of weight training because weight training freaks people out because they see images of these big monsters, these big men and women, and they think that's going to be me if I work out. I hear it every time from women. I don't want to bulk up. I don't want to bulk up. Excuse me. Or when I bulk up, excuse me, or I start working out, I bulk up. Well, we got to figure out why is that? There's some things going on. Maybe it's the training volume. Maybe it's what you're eating. There's a lot of things. We can't just throw things out and not really investigate them, okay? Now, let's go a little deeper here, okay? And let's look at it from another angle and from another study. And I'll draw all this together, okay? In the research that we talked about before, they examined studies involved middle-aged people, fit over 40 people, our group, right? People in our age group, people who are over 40, okay? They had obesity, they were overweight. Others um, showed studies there were younger adults who were overweight. And then there are some studies that incorporated uh, resistance training and the participants, they weren't really well trained. They were novices. They were first times in the gym. They were just people who had just started and they were doing what we call moderate volume or they worked out maybe three times a week. Okay. And they did very few exercise per body part, if you will. So they were just people casually going to the gym. So what that study, those studies shows that they didn't have to lift and work out crazy to keep their muscle because people always say, well, I have a busy schedule. I don't really have time to work out. And all this is going to do is just make me bigger and da, 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 da. You know, that's not true. I get got great results from people showing up three times a week and we do maximum 45 minutes. And I would say it's a moderate pace, except for on some days when we're doing some really intense hit training. You can get the body you want. Now, there's people who have more time, maybe they have more advanced goals, they want to lift harder. We can do all that, okay? But the bottom line is you want to keep muscle because that's going to help you uh, lose body fat. And we'll talk a little bit why that is, okay? Because it's very important to understand what your brain is thinking when you are lifting weights okay now here's something else that gets uh, people all freaked out especially women a lot of times when uh there's a husband and wife there's a boyfriend girlfriend and they're working out together the male counterpart always seems to lose much more weight faster and easier well there's a lot of things that go into that there's a higher you know Hormones are different, and it's set up for the man to lose weight faster, where women have different hormones for other things that are biological functions that a woman would be dealing with that makes it a little slower. Doesn't mean it can't happen, and doesn't mean that always happens. I've seen the reverse many times, but we get that a lot, and women are like, man, I do the same thing my boyfriend or husband does, and he's losing all this weight, and I'm struggling. Again, folks, working through this with knowledge so that we can 
build something, figuring out why. Maybe it's your sleep. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's how you respond to certain foods. Again, that daily tracking of the scale, how you slept, how much you move. There's a lot of factors going to why you might be struggling. So these studies are telling us that if you just work out and you eat corrective to your goal, you will lose, air quotes again, weight. Fat loss will occur greater than if you just died and didn't do any workout because you're eating up the muscle and what your body knows that you need to survive is that muscle. And your body is going to do everything it can to prevent that, including when you go back to a less regimented lifestyle, you're going to put that weight back on. Have you ever seen people who die, 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 and then they gain a ton of weight back? They're, they're in this metabolic cycle of loss, gain, loss, gain, loss, gain. And sometimes it can be very damaging to the point where you totally just spin out of control. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about this. Okay, here's something that a lot of people don't know or fully understand. Losing muscle can lower your metabolic rate. But a lot of people don't know it can also negatively impact your metabolic health too which is what I said that whole yo-yo dieting weight loss weight gain weight loss weight gain after a while that starts to damage your metabolic pathways okay what's more muscle loss will sometimes make you way hungrier and causing you to regain more fat than you lost in the first place there was a study called the Minnesota starvation experiment and it suggested that when you lose fat-free mass, your brain will drive you to overeat till you recover that fat-free mass, okay? Meaning overeating helps you gain back muscle, but it also increases your body fat, and that's very obvious what I'm talking about, okay? As your body stores fat faster than it builds muscle, you end up heavier and fatter than before you were started. How many people have heard that? You've seen friends of yours, relatives, spouses, that they start a program, they stop a program, and then they just gain a ton more weight. This is a little bit of why that's happened. And I'm saying a little bit because nothing is relative, okay? Everybody's specific. Everything is individual. Okay. I'm going to say this. I'm going to stand on this. Weight training is the most effective at preventing muscle loss. Resistance training, weight training, Anything that challenges your body is going to be one of the most effective things at preventing muscle loss. Now, any exercise is going to be helpful, but for best results from the studies, it's lifting weights, moving stuff around, picking up stuff, putting it down, okay? Strength training is one of the single most powerful stimulus for muscle growth. So if you see a person who's frail and they're skinny, they have a lot of body fat, there's a higher body fat to muscle ratio. Or if you see someone who's really obese, they might have a lot of good muscle in there, but they still need to get rid of that body fat. Okay. Now, obviously, there are people who are going to be more at risk to losing muscle than others. Okay. Like anything, results are going to be different. Um, If you're an athlete, you're doing a lot of volume, they may need to maintain those same calories and high workout volumes that prevents weight loss while they're cutting calories. Then again, if they're relatively, if you're relatively inactive, you don't really uh, work out, you're overweight, and then you start to reduce your calories, a little bit of low to moderate resistance training is is enough stimulus to keep uh, your muscle going, and that's important, okay? 
again, fitness is not a one size fits all. And this is what I try to bang into everybody's head every day in my program, on my podcast. When we have coaches come on, coaches like myself, there is no one size fits all. Anytime you see someone who sells a program and says, you can do this because I did it, that's not true. It should be scientifically proven how you lose weight and approach the idea of weight loss. And it's individual because all of us are different. All of us have different DNA, different genetics, different stories, different stressors. All these things have to be addressed, okay? Now, some people gain muscle really fast. I'm one of those people that I can work out a very small amount and put on a lot of muscle. Now, some bodybuilders listeners might be like, damn, I wish I had that problem. Yeah, but if that's not what your goal is, then maybe it is a problem. Or some women might do have that same genetic makeup where lifting weights allows them to gain muscle and they feel really bulky. There's an approach to how you train that. Again, comes down to volume. So there's a lot of things that happen that you need to focus on. Again, coaching. You hear me saying coaching a lot. I'm really stressing out a lot. Coaching, because I get the questions in my DM and it's they're just one size. There's not one answer to every question. I need time with you. I need to talk to you. I need to have you do things and track it and then tell me what the results are. Another thing I want to touch on is getting plenty amount of good quality protein is a great idea. It is one of the second biggest stimulators of muscle growth, okay? So along with regular resistance training, eating enough protein to maximize muscle growth helps cover all your bases. I'm not going to get into how much and how much. There are other channels that really dig into that. I have a method that figures out over time what is the perfect amount from you. I usually can get with a good baseline, and then from there we build on it through trial and error, but we'll get you where you need to be. There are a lot of places who will tell you about how much you're supposed to be eating, when you're supposed to eat it, and we can get into all that, but again, that's going to be individual to your situation. That's where a consultation comes in. So again, just to note, if you just saw a weight loss program and all you're doing is dieting without moving or exercising... You're going to lose a lot of muscle and it's going to send you backwards. And then when you do get frustrated because it's not moving fast enough because eventually everything levels off, you're going to eat, start that regular routine, and you're going to put that weight back on really fast. And we don't want that for you. Okay, next. Again, it is very important to realize if you lose a ton of Muscle, your mind will make you do the things to put that on when you give it the right amount of food again. It's going to think, hey, we lost some muscle. We got to fix ourselves and you're going to gain weight and you're going to gain a lot more fat because, again, the ratios of what's turning into fat and what's going to muscle are going to vary greatly. Okay, so a simple way to approach weight loss is a little more than you did yesterday. So if you're completely sedentary, meaning you haven't moved in years other than just walking to the car, walking to the fridge, getting off the couch, getting dressed, let's just start with something small, a little movement. Let's figure out what your body can do, what your joints show up when you show up at the gym, what your joints present when you do some movement so we can figure out what you're capable of, and then let's build on that. Don't go buy a program where it throws 10,000 things at you and go expect you to do it because studies show that you're going to fail. And that is the truth. More people start and stop programs every day because they are doing too much. 
I have clients who say they start losing weight and they want to do more. It's like, no, rest is involved. All these things are playing to it. So I don't want to beat you over the head with a dead horse, but the moral of the story is there is a system here. Proper nutrition, resistance training, and slight changes in your daily habits that you can commit to will be the best success. Little things, because the motivation is going to come and go. I myself sometimes don't feel like doing stuff. It is very common for people who are very fit to go, I don't feel like doing this today. But it is their commitment to their goals and how they want to look and feel that keeps them going. So remember, commitment is more important than motivation. So keep these things in mind. And again, I'm giving you a lot of information, but I'm being general. So if it feels like I'm being general, I'm doing that on purpose because I don't know whose ears are hearing this. And there'll be people who might feel a different way. And that's all fine. I'm open for dialogue. But when it comes back to the science, the facts are the facts. All right, folks, on that note, we're going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Today's show is sponsored by Spire Financial. With Aspire Key approval, you have the highest confidence in creating the strongest offer in a competitive market. Our exclusive Spire Key approval service positions your offer like cash and assesses all loan structure options to ensure your offer is built properly. Our full pre-approval process allows us to provide a financial assurance on your loan commitment. Your earnest money is covered allowing you to waive loan termination. Eliminate the market competition and open the door to your next home with confidence. Close in as little as two weeks. Spire Financial recognizes the challenges of low home inventory that buyers are facing in today's market. To help overcome this challenge, Spire Financial will purchase the home your dreams for cash and allow you to finance later. Program guidelines apply. For more information contact Clarence Ferguson at 602-362-1256 and MLS number 1,920,746. Spire Financial is a division of Ameri First Financial Incorporated and is an equal housing opportunity lender. All right, everybody, welcome back. Fit Over 40, my host, Coach Clarence, and man, having a good time. Just talking about things that aren't discussed and frustrate the hell out of people in the fitness industry. As you guys know, I'm also a licensed mortgage broker. I am a certified mortgage advisor. So I've got a couple hats going and uh, it's all part of Fit Over 40's theme of making life easy for people over 40 with mindset, finances, and everything to do with getting yourself together in your 40s and staying there. So if you're a home buyer, I want to tell you you need to quit overbidding You need to learn how to win the bidding war without spending more. You need to find out if you qualify. Quit losing cash offers. Use Spire Financial's Cash Buyer Program and win the homes you want without overspending. We close fast, so you can quit losing out on homes as rates and prices increase. Okay. If you're unsure of what you can afford or if you can even afford to buy it all, you dread diving into your finances or your budget, give me a call. And I'll help you crunch those numbers. That's what I do, folks. So moving on, I got a question about uh, credit and I wanted to talk about it. And the question was some things that people have heard. So I kind of put a summary of some common credit myths, credit repair myths that are out there. 
Credit repair myth number one is opening a whole bunch of lines of credit will increase your credit score. It really just depends. Sometimes there's too much and then you're over your limit and then you end up running up a ton of debt. That's not necessarily the best strategy. I think the magic number would be somewhere between two to maybe four lines of credit or credit, credit cards, some form of credit. Um, are the best. That's going to keep you where you need to be, a moderate amount of spending, and a manageable, really, the most important thing. Next question that I get a lot is people ask me, opening or, excuse me, closing credit accounts, will that increase your credit score? And the answer is sometimes, sometimes not. Um, Remember, credit, one of the things that takes your credit as a whole into a number is the length of time you've had that credit. So that's credit history. So sometimes closing counts, accounts may be negative. We have a tool that we can simulate what it would be like if you close an account to tell you if your score goes up or down. So before you jump into something like that, have a conversation with me. All right. The next thing, you can increase your credit score by removing negative accounts. What you can do, again, it kind of ties into what I just said previously, where you want to be careful. Again, let us check to see if that makes sense. Again, that's still history. Even if accounts negative paid off, that's part of your credit history. And if it's old, it doesn't count. It's still credit history. And there's a little bit of that algorithm that gets affected by that. All right. Again, paying off loans early. Will that help me boost my credit score? It really just depends on how many um, credit lines you have. We want to see active credit. We want to see you managing your debt properly. So before you run and do these things again, folks, what I beat the drum with all the time is have a consultation. Let's figure out what your individual situation is before we do anything. All right, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back with the finale of the show. Fit Over 40, I'm Coach Clarence. Hey there, are you really ready to build a better body and create the energy to show up for your life? Schedule a free strategy call. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with Fit Over 40, our introductory strategy call is the opportunity to discuss where you currently are and where you want to go and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. If we agree that Fit Over 40 is right for you and you're really, really ready to make a change, then we'll discuss the next steps required to work together. Book your complimentary 45-minute strategy session with me. This call is all about you and developing a realistic, individualized action plan to help you make powerful, long-term change in your life. We'll look at where you are, where you want to go, and how to overcome the roadblocks keeping you from getting there. Go to book30withcoach.com. That's book30withcoach.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. Fit Over 40. I'm your host, Coach Clarence, and um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, my 21-day knee pain solution. I want to talk about how it benefits you, how it will help you, and how you can benefit from this program. It's very simple. Myself and my good buddy partnered together with some other coaches around the country, and it's called the 21-Day knee pain solution um, if you're interested in it all you have to do is email me at info at coach i will get you set up 
Um, it's a 21 day program, included videos, daily instructions, some motiva- motivation, some accountability. Um, we have some weekly check ins from my team. Um, and then at the end of it, there's also a 21 day maintenance program that you can follow as well to keep you going on and on and it shows you how you can repeat it over the next day if you need it so it's something that it's like a one-time purchase but it will show you how to fix your knees for the long haul and that's super important all right again it is the 21 day knee pain solution if you're in my group on facebook it's fit over 40 with coach clarence you will see the information there as well if you're not a subscriber to my email fitness list then please do so again by going to info at coachclarence.com in the subject line put add me to your newsletter and you'll get the information every week all right folks next week we have a great show lined up my buddy anthony bolton will be in he has a great story of redemption and survival and what he has done and where he's came from i hope you all check it out i hope you all like it it will be good and we'll keep the guests coming we'll be back in studio next week again folks i appreciate your time i appreciate you listening i appreciate your support um if you have ideas for the show email me at info at coachclarence.com we'll see you soon thanks for tuning in to fit over 40 with coach clarence you can follow me on all platforms where you get your podcast you can also follow me on facebook and instagram just type Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. You can also find me on YouTube at Coach Clarence TV. Like and subscribe so that you get all the videos as soon as we drop them. And last but not least, remember the golden rule. If you can't be good, be good at it.